We're very much a grassroots organization, although I think we're up to 15,000-plus members in the United States. Um, there's only 21 staff <laughs> as an organization, so most of the work that happens is uh, by volunteers. And so we go out and do a lot of presentations. We table at events. And um, this January, we're part of the, the Time to Choose showing at the Buskirk Chumley. And so, in, you know, in thinking about, like, how to engage more people in the climate change issue, I'm really excited about that Time to Choose Coalition. Mm -hmm. They um, we have a monthly newsletter now. Okay. And so... And in that newsletter, you can learn about the nine to a dozen organizations here in this community that are addressing climate change from in different ways, whether it's the Monroe County Energy Challenge, going into homes and weatherizing them, or Sirens, Solar Indiana Renewable Energy Network, advocating on behalf of solar. They There's, do really good work. They do, yeah. They've been working hard on SB 309, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So it's a good way for people who are interested and concerned about climate change but haven't decided, like, how to get involved. And I think getting involved is so important. Right now, there is so much despair. And the best antidote to despair is action. And so that's a really good way to learn about the different groups, because I really believe you have to find what turns you on. You know, if you just join a group because you feel like you should, and because, you know, and you kind of are forcing yourself to do something, you're not going to last long. So I think, you know, taking a look at what all is going on here in this community, there's a lot of great opportunities, and I bet there's something for everyone. So how does somebody get in touch with the, the Citizens Climate Lobby and any of these other, you know, do you have websites or? Yeah, yeah. So Citizens Climate Lobby, if you go to citizensclimatelobby.org, you can look up the Bloomington chapter through that. Um, we don't have an active website of our own, but you can reach us through that website. With Green Drinks, we're on the Green Drinks International website, um, and we also have uh, Facebook presence for both organizations. Um, and with the Green Sanctuary Task Force, um, you do not have to be a member or even attend the Unitarian Universalist Church. Anyone is welcome to participate, and you can go to the Unitarian Universalist Church of Bloomington's website to connect to the Green Sanctuary. And through that, we have a lot of connections to other organizations, including we talked about Earth Care and mm -hmm. Hoosier Interfaith Power and Light, so you can learn about a lot of the groups we talked about today. And I'm drawing a blank on the, the people that did the January event, uh, Time to Choose, but is there a, I know that was, we had lots of groups that were there and they set up tables and there were ways to connect at the event. Um, do you know if there's any kind of a centralized place that lists the groups that were involved or has you any? know all of those would be on the unitarian universalist church green sanctuary website um and 
I wish I could say, but I think if you look up Time to Choose Bloomington, you could probably find us mm-hmm. um, and then get on the newsletter. And they're really good about making it brief and to the point and um, giving people direction on action. So. Good. Yeah, the news junkies appreciate that, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that is wonderful. Um you know, I, I while I had you here, I would like to see if there's anything in particular that's going on now that you think we should pay attention to, either something that you think could be potentially harmful or something that you think has a potential for a real positive impact. Sort of current events question, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, certainly, these are trying times. <laughs> I mean, it. Uh, yeah, this administration is quite honestly pretty frightening, and and it's not so much about the policy; it's about the complete disregard for facts, and the attacks on science. It's just, um, you know, to solve problems we have to work at least from the same set of facts. And mm-hmm. and that's not what's going on. So that's really um, you know, deeply concerning. But then on the flip side, I see so many more people getting engaged. And I think it was truly a wake-up call for a lot of people. I, we, as a democracy, I think, and as citizens, have gotten a little bit lazy. And, I mean, we, you know, the percentages of people who vote, voting, which is kind of the minimal activity of being a part of a democracy, are really low. And so I think that's really changing, that people understand that in order for this country to thrive as a democracy, we need the engagement of citizens, and we're seeing that now. And so, you know, while these are difficult times, I think they are also, there's a lot of opportunity there to um, really grow. <laughs> Just like, I guess, as people, you know, it's during our difficult times that we tend to to grow the most as human beings. When life is good and easy, <laughs> sometimes we get lackadaisical. Yes, well, it certainly is an opportunity if you look at it that way. I'm thinking especially of people who are just considering getting involved. Mm-hmm. You know, I realized I had a, an ageist a stereotype of young people, but actually there are a lot of people that are at the point in their lives where they're retiring have more time. So are there any particular any particular focus or should people just, you know, try to figure out what they're passionate about or have any thoughts? Yeah, I think definitely figuring out what you're passionate about. Um and and you know, and then even within an organization, like within Citizens Climate Lobby, mm-hmm. while we talk a lot about the lobbying aspect, and maybe someone's like, "Oh, that's not for me," there are still so many ways to be involved. We have people who love doing presentations, but they don't like setting them up. Maybe you like doing that nuts and bolts work of setting up presentations, organizing, tabling, and so 
oftentimes um, within um, within an organization, there are ways to bring your skills to the table that you know may not immediately seem real logical. So I. I really believe in stretching yourselves as people, but then also playing to your strengths at the same time. So, you know, I I would say just do it. <laughs> and, you know, get out there, start figuring out who's doing what and go to some meetings and see, you know, where where your energy lies. <laughs> 